0: Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlenCouragesYou.com, where we are here with a word
1: from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blen, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for
0: all of you, and for being here with all of you on this episode number 253 of our podcast, well, BCU family it's been a while since we've been to room a203 so I'm gonna ask you all to meet me there so please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles your notebooks something to write with a snack and settle on in Blaine encourages you is coming to you with how did I get to be BCU in the first place that's what's coming up
1: next. Family, Welcome.
0: Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from
1: blendcouragesyou.com
0: here with another podcast on the go. So, the Lord recently blessed me to be able to post my 250th podcast episode. And I tell you, that is just amazing to me. Just amazing. So, God gets the glory, honor, and praise for it. You know, I never in my wildest imagination thought that I would be teaching and podcasting and encouraging people worldwide. Just never thought that that would happen, BCU family. It's not something that I set off or aspired to. And as I was preparing to pull together our topic for this week, the Lord brought to my attention that I did not share my story of how I got here with my BCU family audience. And I said, you know... I, I wanted to do something like this for the 250th episode. I ended up traveling at that particular week and wasn't able to put together what I would like to. So now is a good time, right, to tell you all the story about how I got here. So let's do that. Let's do that. So I'm going to have to take you all back to my childhood for just a little bit. For those of you all that know me personally, know that I have two amazing parents who've been married for over 60 years. We praise God for that. And they raised my brothers and I up in the love and admonition of the Lord. Uh, They were saved for real, still are saved for real. So uh, we were raised knowing what to do as far as salvation and living holy. Now, um, with the salvation and living holy, uh, my parents were amazing because they complimented one another. My mom was a person That was all about board games, and when I say board games, she, (laughs) BCU fam, she went in on us, okay? Uh, She spared us nothing when it came to, like, checkers or Monopoly, Payday, sorry. We had all kinds of board games, Connect Forward, all of those kinds of things, and she was very competitive and taught us to learn how to play well and to win. So uh, we love that. And she was a primary teacher of us as far as our salvation was concerned. Now, you know, just leading us to Christ. So she was a great example where that was concerned. So I love and thank God for her for that. And then my dad was the person that was on the outside. And when I say outside, my dad worked hard and he played hard. So when it came time to ride bikes or to go to the beach or to go to the park, any of those kinds of things, my dad was a hundred percent all in. So us getting out there and doing things—that was his thing. So, I and I love that. I loved how we had that that balance in the relationship. Now, I am the only girl, so my dad and I uh, share this special bond. And I used to tell him, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a nurse or a teacher. And he would just—he would get all excited about it. <laughs> I was probably all about maybe seven, eight years old, and he'd get all excited about it, and when he got excited, I got excited, and I would repeat it, he repeated, and that was our thing uh, back in that day, it was, it was so funny, that was our thing. Now, as I grew up and, and matured and discovered other things and was trying to figure my little life out, uh, my career choices, uh, it, I didn't have that passion so much so, I ended up going to a what we call a vocational high school and in that vocational school i took uh, graphic communications so in this high school it was a we call it a trade school too for those of you all that may know that term a little bit better and the object was is that you picked a trade that you were interested in and you would make that your career choice and with all of the different shops we had graphic communications was the one for me where I was able to represent things visually uh, in a way that was aesthetically pleasing. Now, let me just say this to you all, BCU fam, that my drawing skills are limited to stick figures. So I, I don't draw or do anything artistic like that. What I can do with God's help <laughs> is to pull together things in a way can see and visualize and understand them uh, so that it's it's pleasing and that it's understandable so that's where the Lord uh, led me direction wise and so much so that um, at the time and I'm I'm really dating myself here I know that technology has changed uh, so much since I was in high school but I would make flyers and and I would do uh, business cards and I actually ran a printing press BCU fam a, a, a Heidelberg printing press, so I knew how to get the, the uh, fonts to line up a certain way and, and different colors, and, and it was amazing. I loved it. I absolutely loved it, and when I graduated high school, I went to try to find a job in that field, and believe it or not, I got pushback because the places that I was checking into, I remember one in particular said, well, this job is for your husband, right? And I said, and I wasn't married, I'm like, now it's for me. So, even in that time, as progressive as we were in terms of Title VII and, you know, not discriminating against someone because of their gender, and I didn't know all of this then, I was discriminated against because of my gender. So, I eventually just sort of walked away from that because you have to eat, and I went into corporate America. So... I went to corporate America, uh, started to work for a bank and went, worked for a couple of banks and then landed at this one bank where I loved the, the, the staff that I worked with so very much, BCU fam, Oh my goodness. I, I, you hear me sort of getting emotional about it because we were such a great match. Oh my Lord, I thank you. All right, let me go back. So in this particular bank it was called Northeast savings in this bank. I worked in what's called the back office. Now back office means that we weren't tellers. We handled the things that really the tellers did not do. For example, and again, dating myself, when it came to ATM cards, I actually used to make them. ATMs were just becoming a thing (laughs) in the nineties. They were just becoming a thing. So, we would actually line up uh, this this machine, and you know, make sure the person's name was spelled correctly, and whatever the card number would be, we had to punch all that in. And I would I would actually physically make ATM cards for the people at our bank. We also did some account reconciliation. I did that, and with account reconciliation, it was let's say that you have an account at let's just say Jones Bank, and you go over to the Smith Bank and you take money out from their ATM. We had to reconcile or make sure that that money got where it needed to. So um, it, it was great. I loved that. And then I loved the people that I worked with. There were uh, four of us together, uh, two ladies and one young man and myself and we just worked that department we worked together in such great harmony uh, you know we were young and struggling and trying to figure things out and it, it, it was just it was fantastic uh, what i loved about the ladies is that they were saved and i was raised in church along with the young man so uh, what we would do is is that we would talk about our services that you know on monday when we had service on sunday sunday nights we would talk about the services and how the lord moved and we would exchange uh scriptures and encourage one another and again mind you i wasn't saved but and they would encourage me the ladies would encourage me to go ahead and, and finish up and and go on and give my life to christ and i wasn't quite ready because i was still out there and doing my thing but you know the lord was working on my heart and i thank god for them because they really did encourage me to to come to christ so Um, Again, BCU family, I'm getting emotional about it. And I just just thank God. So eventually, eventually the Lord did save me. Thank you, Jesus. He did save me. And I can remember coming in just so excited that the Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost. And that I had a brand new life in Him. And that made our relationship uh, so much more stronger because... Uh, what I would do with these ladies is that we would we would go to different concerts together, you know Christian concerts, and I would visit their church and uh, we would go places together and, and we just did things as a family. And you all have to understand that at this point in, in my life, I had I was living about an hour away from my family, an hour away from my church and, and I got back and forth with no problem but they filled a huge gap uh, in terms of being able to go to their Bible studies and being on their, their prayer meetings and things like that and their encouragement You know, until I could get down to my church. So I had a lot of reinforcement, a lot of support, and a lot of love, and I just give God praise, glory, and honor for that. Now, in all of the love feasting that went on, I was having a difficult time because I was a single parent, You know, I had already had my daughter, you know, three years prior uh, to me getting saved. And, uh, you know, with that, uh, it was hard. Financially, it was difficult. And I I struggled quite a bit, BCU fam. And and that's probably a whole other other story for another podcast with some of the things that my daughter and I went through. Because, you know, although the Lord saves you, uh, the choices that we make sometimes carry consequences to them. And it's not that God doesn't forgive you, and it's not that God doesn't love you. you. You have to deal with choices that were outside of his will. And I believe that that was part of it, is that I had to deal with some of the choices that I made. That's part of it. And the other part of it, too, was that the Lord was using what was going on uh, in my life at that time, my, my hard financial time, to help me to become more dependent on him, to cry out to him, to lean on him, and to depend on him so that I could tell someone else that they can make it too. So that was a two-fold process. So we just give God praise for all of that. Now, as the 90s uh, continued, uh, banks were gobbling up other banks. So bigger banks were gobbling up smaller banks. And this was a smaller bank that we were a part of. And at some point in time, we were part of the gobble. So I ended up being laid off from that job. Now I have to tell you all, I love that job so much. Uh, I love my coworkers and love my manager and, and everyone really at that back office that I probably would still be there and would have retired from there if it was possible. But the Lord didn't say that. So I ended up being laid off and now I'm working temporary. And and I promise I'm going to connect these dots. So I'm working temporarily trying to, again, just, you know, keep myself and my daughter fed and a roof over our heads and and all of that. And the Lord led me, and I can't even tell you, BCU fam, how it happened. But the Lord led me to an open house to a pretty large corporation. And, you know, I went to the open house uh, without any you, Jesus, without any experience in customer service at all uh, for this company as far as um, payroll was concerned, and I I didn't know anything about anything. I just went on into the open house and, you know, filled out whatever paperwork I was supposed to, and they were giving on-the-spot interviews, and I interviewed with a beautiful young lady with this pale, bright smile, and... As I was speaking to her and, and we were she was asking me questions and I don't remember all the questions and everything like that, she said to me, BCU fam, when I saw your smile, I knew I had to find a place for you here. And the Lord just worked through her, through Miss Priscilla, to get me into this company as a customer service rep not having a shred of experience at all and i was just so elated and so glad that the lord blessed me to get here so i, I can remember sitting in the lobby and going through the interviewing process and praying that the lord will work it out and the lord did he worked it out so that i was able with his grace to get into this company so i got the job as customer service rep and I was. This was the first time BCU fam that I traveled to be able to learn the system and, and to be a customer service rep. They put me through classes and I, I learned my craft, and and I just it was my first. Um, it, although I was in corporate America before, this was just a, a step up from what I was doing. So I thank God for that. Was able to travel a little bit, uh, you know, it was just a couple of states away, but I, I just felt like such a, a quote unquote grown up because of what was going on. So as the Lord blessed me at this job and remember, I was still newly saved as the Lord continued to bless me, um, because of my gratefulness and I was very grateful to have a, a job that was stable, that wasn't temporary, that, that was paying, uh, paying so that I could actually take care of my daughter. I wasn't out of complete debt and all that sort of thing, but things were a little bit better, and I praise God for that. Uh, my attitude was just like, listen, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I can remember being called into a meeting where there were some disgruntled uh, coworkers. I don't know what they were fussing about. I don't know if it was the pay or there were some things they were disgruntled about. And because I was part of that team, I was in the meeting as well. And I, I, I can remember uh, one of the managers saying, well, Blenda, you're you're uncharacteristically quiet. And my response was, I, I'm just glad to have a job. I'm just glad to be here. And I don't know how that sat with the rest of the others. I don't know if they were upset with me or not. And at that point, it didn't matter. It was just the truth. That's just what came out, BCU fam. I was just excited to be it. Thank you. Thank you for a job. And I can remember... After that, after that, uh, having an annual review, uh, my manager said, "Blenda, you can write yourself a meal ticket here." You know, with with your attitude and how you look at things. And again, God gets the glory. God gets the glory. All right, BCU fam. So uh, I work that customer service job. I end up applying for another couple of jobs that move me into. Out of customer service in the general sense and more personalized customer service. I won't bore you all with all the details. And then moved me to a place where I started to actually set our clients up uh, for their 401k and deductions and payroll needs and things like that. So the Lord blessed me to be able to do that. Um, and in that job, I, I probably did that particular position for about five, six years And I was really starting to get burnt out with it. Um, So much so that I wanted to actually leave the company. Now, I know the Lord brought me there. And I know that it was a blessing. I was just getting to a point where I'm like, this is, I I don't know if I can do this anymore. (laughs) Just saturated, doing the same thing all the time, ready to move on. So... As I am contemplating what my next move is going to be, and I thank God for acknowledging Him and not moving in my emotion, because emotion will have you making decisions that are not wise. Whereas if you acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways, the scriptures say He will direct your paths. So as I was talking to the Lord about this and trying to figure out what else to do, He moved me into a position where instead of just setting up the clients for what they needed, I was now moved to a position where I was teaching them how to use the system. And what I found, BCU fam is that I liked that. Didn't know anything about that, but I liked teaching them how to use the system. So I, I no longer had to do Uh, the setup work necessarily. I'm instructing the client on how to get the setup themselves. And I said, oh, this is great.
1: I like
0: this much better for me. So around that same time, we're talking secular, I know all the way. Now, keep in mind that I'm I'm still saved and, and I am just going to church. I'm enjoying Jesus. I'm enjoying just being who I am in the Lord, uh, occasionally doing a praise and worship, or us old school folks call it leading devotion. <laughs> I was okay doing that. Um, I was at a place at my church where I would work with souls on the altar. So I was okay doing what I was doing. And my pastor at the time said to me, uh, Pastor Elliot said to me, I'd like you to teach for us. I'd like you to teach on Nehemiah. And uh, I don't remember what the actual service was about, but my assignment was to teach on Nehemiah. He gave me a a topic that had to come from Nehemiah. And I, I remember thinking, I, I don't teach in front of people. <laughs> I've never done this before. Not like that. And I I... I don't want to say I was resistant. I was reserved a little because it wasn't something that I knew how to do. And he said, you know, you'll be all right. And and Mother Elias, you'll be okay. Just just go on and, and the Lord will work things out for you. Now, I have to tell you all that when I did do the teaching, when I did do it, it was rough. Ooh, BCU fam, it was some kind of rough. We thank God for the content, Uh, the presentation. It just, it was just, I was shaky and all that sort of thing, but the Lord blessed me to get through it and I thank him for that. So he did do that. So I am teaching again, my clients and I was doing this over the phone and now I'm teaching at church uh, just a bit and the Lord
1: yet had another uh, assignment for me.